nine, ten days. Ten days? I think it's been nine. I was going to make a funny joke about, well, I thought it was funny that I've been itching to get back into the studio. Literally. And I'm able to use literally, unironically, and it should still land. Because my arms are covered with blisters that look akin to mustard gas victims from World War One, at least from the pictures that I've compared. Sorry, a little bit. Whew, had to yawn. I had to yawn, man. I haven't. My sleep's been messed up. When I get it, I tell you what. When I get poison ivy, it's bad. It, it can get bad. And I'm uh, I'm pretty stubborn. I don't I don't I don't really like to go to the doctor any more than I have to. And I happen to have some steroid cream left over. It's a common one. It uh, it's it's really weak though. It's like whatever it is. It's like point one percent. So, but it works. If you, you got to make sure and put it on like three times a day, three or four. I mean, if you can uh. Google World War One mustard gas victims and try to find people who specifically there should be some black and white photos that show some good blisters on people's arms. And then if you look into it to say, you know, it's kind of yellow tinted, it's pretty gross. It's really gross, actually. And some of them get big enough, you roll over on them in your sleep, you pop them in your sleep. It's it's rough. And the thing is, when you get in the shower, if you you want to, because because you don't, you, you're not going to scratch it. I mean, when you you can't scratch this stuff, but you you'll feel tempted to want like a high pressure hot water blasting on it before those blisters come along, because first your skin will get really really red, and then it'll start blistering up slow. Because I get it really bad, and it still it doesn't just happen right away so I was cutting down a couple trees and uh, me and a couple buddies and these trees had huge poison ivy vines growing up and down them and so I knew the risk but it's just it's too hard to pass up the money so I figured assuming I didn't have to spend any money getting rid of the poison ivy I'd be alright and it, it it worked out it it worked out nevertheless it sucks Labor Day weekend sucks I took the tree down Wednesday uh, well actually it's Thursday so eight days ago and by Friday I was miserable by thir by th Thursday, I was still thinking, ah, it's not going to get that bad, but I was already putting the cream on. I was putting it on Thursday, a week ago, Thursday morning. And, you know, I, I had plenty of time to 
get back in here and start recording, I could have had, man. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What I did, uh, what was real positive about it, though, is I did get to watch some shows that I wanted to. That, that was about all. I, I, I just didn't even want to move my arms. And you put that cream on, it dries up, and it gets all crusty. Like, I didn't I didn't even touch my iPad for, like, three days. This is a, my phone's got a case on it, so I, you know, swipe it off. It's easier. But, uh, yeah, so it, it sucks. But I've, uh, I didn't, I, I never re-listened, I never listened to any of my episodes, to be honest, or I haven't so far. I think it might be interesting a year from now, about a year from now, coming back and listen to, you know, say my first five episodes. But I, but I don't really, I don't li listen to any of my stuff beyond maybe uh, starting it to check audio levels. But other than that, I don't, I don't listen to it. So I tend to, I forget a lot of what I covered. I'm starting to take, I'm starting to use a notebook and ink pen. I'm going, I'm going stone age and I'm just, recording physical notes um it's helped me to get some ideas for some future podcast episodes that need a little more planning i just today i was like man last yeah earlier today i was on i was checking out my my uh accounts for running this podcast and i was like man nine days nine days ago like man i'm just gonna go in there and hit record and Give the rundown, catch everybody up to what I've been doing. Watch some anime. Watch Raised by Wolves. The first two episodes, maybe three, but for sure the first two episodes, directed by Ridley Scott. And then I guess the rest of the episodes are directed by his son. I forget his name. But it's on HBO Max. I'm not aware of it being on regular HBO. You can go to YouTube right now, actually, if you don't have HBO Max. You can go to YouTube right now and watch the first episode on HBO Max's YouTube account for free. Supposing they didn't take it down. I think they're going to leave that first episode up to snag people in. And today, Thursday, I was expecting the fourth episode to drop. And it's showing four and five. So I've watched four. I'm... Trying to save five back. Probably watch it a little bit later this evening. But I'm telling sci-fi fans. I haven't seen anything sci-fi in, in recent memory. That is like a new, new kind of lore storyline to me. But it's so intriguing. From what they've shown so far. I'm not, I'm not going to dig into the specifics. I think I have mentioned. I think my last episode... I may have mentioned it, or I was looking forward to it. I don't know if I had seen it yet. I think I might have seen it. I think it was like September. No, I hadn't seen it. There's no way. I posted the last episode, September 1st, and I'm fairly certain the show didn't start until the 3rd. So, yeah. Yeah, this is my first episode talking about it. Definitely check out Raised by Wolves. It is, it is fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. And uh, let's see what else. What else did I do? I uh, man, I just didn't sleep very good. I had 
I did, last night was the first good night of sleep I've had in a long time. Or at least four or five days. And, man, I tell you what. It's crazy. Crazy how... How... Hmm. How fragile the human body can be. While simultaneously being so resilient. Just some people's allergic reactions and stuff. But that's the only thing that I know that I'm allergic to. So I guess I got that going for me because there, there's some crazy allergies out there. Yeah, peanut allergies, you know, all, all the different food allergies, really. That, uh, I don't know. It's pretty fascinating, though. I... I've been keeping up a little bit with the news, but I just, headline-wise, eh, I'm kind of done just going through and, and reading scripted article things. It's been, you know, I, I follow some guys, OBDM podcast, and I realize that I'm, it's like, man, to an extent, some of my episodes are just doing what they're doing. And I, that's not, I'm not trying to do that, but I do want to promote their show i do like obdm podcast and i don't know i thought about calling in yesterday's episode but i didn't decided against it they uh they do kind of a conspiracy theory uh like conspiracy though these guys aren't swayed either way they're more they're the skeptic type but they just like to they cover the weird news headlines i know i've mentioned them in previous episodes but just uh, throwing that out there because, you know, things are spotty right now. I feel like I have, I'm slowly picking up on some listens, but I know there's going to be a lot of people just coming through, passing by. They might only hear one episode. So I feel like if there's something that, you know, something I like that I want people to, let, you know, to know about, and you know, that's why you're going to recycle stuff. You're going to mention stuff over and over in podcasts. After... Watching Joe Rogan for so long, you realize, man, you know, you say, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. It's just, and, and there's reasons for it too, and you know, but it's, you do hear a lot of the same stuff and then, but every guest brings a little different angle to it. And if it's something that, you know, a person that's podcasting, I'm not even going to keep talking about Joe Rogan, I'm just saying that type of long form podcast, if it's somebody, if it's something important to them, the topic's going to be regurgitated over and over. And I know that sounds like a dirty word, but it's all about intention. And I'm just saying, I don't mean regurgitated in the gross-sounding way that it does. I'm just a little stoned, not really trying to dig too hard. Deep, you know, my RAM's a little fucked up right now. If I was a computer with a microchip, it'd be the RAM. My RAM's a little... I need the caches cleared. The sleep, I'm lacking, so regurgitated it's not a bad word but it sounds gross doesn't it because it, it's just one of those words language is so fascinating we attach so much emotion and power and energy to sounds that our mouths make and the way a person can be triggered by just literally sounds coming out of a mouth is uh 
It's just, it's mind, it's mind blowing. So, man, getting off, getting off subject. Anyway, back to the, the, the podcast analogy, whether it be Rogan or whoever, but I guess it is specifically towards a long form type podcast. Mine's, this is what, I mean, this is what I like, man. I, I can't do the news article. I guess I was, I was leaning too heavily into that with the early podcast, I guess. You know, I went online and started asking some people who I just assume probably have been podcasting longer than me to get some ideas as to formats, and they were all steering me toward. There's like a really early. This was before my first official episode. If you go into my uh, my log, like assuming I haven't edited this and this, you're not hearing this like ten years from now, and so this is like been deleted. But so I have these episodes that are like 0.0, that went on for like the first six episodes or seven. And then I switched over to a one through 10 format. So this should be episode, I'm thinking this is episode 11. I'll have to check when I'm done recording, but I'm fairly certain I'm on episode 11. And man, let's see. I am... I am actually uh, looking into a bit of a new, what do I say, business venture. I'm going to, I guess I've, I think I have found my way to uh, fund myself until springtime. It's, it's uh, doing what, I mean, it's. It's not. It's not necessarily nothing new. It's just a new, new person to do it with. It isn't even actually that. I've worked with the person before. But so, anyways, that's that's uh, that's neither here nor there. I don't really want to talk about stuff that's too ultra specific to where like somebody's gonna come back and listen to this and not get like any kind of value out of it whatsoever. But then again, guess I can't really say that either. So, what's new? Uh, Ninja is going back on Twitch after he left Twitch to sign a deal with Mixer. Mixer went out of business. So, then Ninja went, I guess, and went on YouTube as a free agent for a little bit. And then just come out of the shadows and announced, I believe today, whatever whatever today is. Today, oh, September 10th. And he has signed a, a contract with Twitch. Huh. Pretty cool. So, and good for him, but I do expect to see many, 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 many Twitch Ninja Thanos memes where it's, you know, the only difference is, is it wouldn't technically be, you couldn't live with your own failure. So where did that lead you back to me? Because Ninja has been doing excellent for himself before. I I can only imagine, I can only speculate. I haven't really dug that much into it. I guess I could pull up Twitter real quick, see if it would be, I'm sure it's going to be under trending, but I can't imagine him. It had to be a lot of money because I think recently Ninja went to LA, like basically to Hollywood to, uh, I guess go maybe do some auditions, sign some deals. I expect we're going to see even more mainstream success from Ninja throughout 2021. I expect to see some crazy new things from Ninja in 2021. 2021, 2022. 
a little bit of a rebranding. I'm I'm excited to see what new game he's going to be playing. Now, here's the thing. I guess I, I need to put this in perspective a little bit because since I'm talking about this so much, I'm not a huge... I don't watch a lot of streams. I don't... You know, like, honestly, the only, like, streamer I watch, the only person... I, there's only actually, like, one person besides a couple. I do like... I have a thing for speed runs, but I think that that's a whole nother uh, topic for a whole nother podcast. Uh, these guys speed run a lot of older games, but newer games too, but a lot of older games. And uh, they, they like these games from like the 80s and the 90s, uh, 8 and 16 bit games, they'll play them like Super Mario World or Donkey Kong Country, and they'll play them from start to finish in like insane short times, like 20 minutes, 30 minutes. And they will, they will live stream those. Uh, at least two times a year for major charity and they raise like millions of dollars for charity for a lot of children's hospitals and things of things of that nature and you know just assuming i have a weird it isn't i'm not a conspiracy theorist it's more of just a concern and a hope that most of these charities are legit i hope the people that are intended to benefit from them do benefit and not so much the people who are handling the money. I guess Fortnite must be down or it was nine hours ago. There must be something added new. I wouldn't know. I haven't played ever, ever since they dropped the uh, the new season. I played to get the season umbrella, and I have not dropped since. Maybe, well, maybe once. I don't think I did, though. I think I got that umbrella, and I was out. Because I cannot play the current season on the iPad, and it, it's looking more and more. I, I think i seen an article where Apple might boot Fortnite from the App Store for at least a year. So it does sound like they might be at least entertaining an idea of might come back or it might not or something's going on it seems like that seems like a definitive thing like something has probably already been figured out but they're not making their public announcement soon but they'll let you hear this part of the public announcement early which is it may be booted for a year so it's like oh shoot and that's probably a little more relevant to any listeners out there that have like no interest in Fortnite whatsoever, Epic and Apple are a multi-million dollar and or no multi-billion dollar and multi-trillion dollar company, respectively. So I'm kind of invested, in, and especially as an Apple device user who uses iOS and iPadOS. Um, this podcast is brought to you today by Anchor App from the iOS store. It's a free download, free app to use. They'll handle your, RS, your RSS feed. And boom. Spotify will promote you. You'll be boosted to the top of the charts and yeah i wouldn't go that far but yeah so i am i oh by the way for any apple fans out there i think we have uh 
what is it, five days? Or is it the 16th, the 15th or the 16th? It's coming up soon. We got the Worldwide Developers Conference. And I'm I'm hoping they drop iPad OS 14 that day. I hope we don't have to wait for the iPhone 12 to release to get iOS 14. They might make, I don't know, will they? They might make us wait. Maybe they won't. I think before they've dropped them the day of in the past. But I don't know. Yeah, the news, I just, we're getting closer to the election here in the United States, and I'm going to be a whole lot happier once it's over because I feel like there will be a little bit more go back, you know, go back to normal a little bit. At least, you know, maybe we won't see such sensationalist bullshit on our screens. Although I don't because I don't, I can't remember the last time I actually sat down and watched a mainstream news network like on traditional broadcast television. I, I, I pretty much just get all my news from Twitter, to be honest, from all the journalists that I would be seeing on the screen. I just see it quicker, you know, as it's happening. Twitter, if you know how to use it, and if you know who to follow, it is how you can get the most up to date. I knew about the Mike Brown incident in 2014 within like 30 minutes, I think, of him getting shot. I'm fairly Like no sooner than it hit tw uh, Twitter, it was trending. And I might have seen it a little sooner because I was about 70 miles, 80 miles from the incident at the time. So, you know, and, and how the apps these days use geolocation and all that. And so that could have had a little bit to do with it, but it, it, it happened quick. Social media, internet at large has become a game changer for society. But is it, is it good? That, that's a... Uh, Everything going on right now in modern civilization is an experiment, you know. And I, and I'm not, I'm not I'm not talking about simulation theory or are we in a simulation? Even with that, I'm I'm saying like America itself, our 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 modern form of government and society and civilization expectations. It it never stopped, you know. It's it's in motion. That's what's. That's what's interesting, but it's also can be quite terrifying. And this does isn't even just for the United States, but this can this speaks to all countries, has no borders. It's, you know, anyone around the world that might might be hearing this has to deal with it, has to deal with their own, has to deal with us, has to we're all on, you know, we're all on this planet and affecting each other's lives. Though, you know, whether it be directly or indirectly. But, you know, this whole, this whole idea that, you know, we come up through history and then we go through like World War One, we go through World War Two, and then, you know, we go through all the, you know, manufactured bullshit, military industrial complex wars after that, all, you know, until now, which we're still experiencing. That never stopped. And then we just like, we've reached the pinnacle of society, you know? That's why there's still riots going on. That's why there's still, I mean, even though I do believe that that, some of it is 
being, I, you know, I don't, I don't want to see sound conspiratorial, but it definitely, I think anybody hearing this by now probably suspects that it does seem like, you know, when you can compare your own surrounding to what you're experiencing through life versus what you're seeing on your screen. I'm not saying that stuff's not happening by no means, but it's just when you are able to, when information is able to travel so quickly and also false information can go out with the true information and muddy the waters, it, it, it can really get a person kind of disassociated and wondering what's, you know, really going on. But I think ultimately, people are good. And I would say a very large majority of the people out there on the planet are good people and just want to live good lives and, you know, don't want to hurt other people. You know, we just had this small bunch of assholes at the very top that seem to be making it very hard for a very large majority of us on the bottom and I know this is nothing new this isn't anything you haven't heard before and I mean if it is then I mean that's really cool then you know I need to work on which I you know I should never you know guess I shouldn't shouldn't just expect well anybody hearing this already heard that before but you know there's a lot of truth to it and I, you know I don't want to talk about politics I don't it, it just be glad when it's over. Be glad when the election is over. Because it, it seems like a lot of people are getting, you know, just more and more and more and more tense. Now, there again, I'm fortunate where I'm at, my little corner, you know. And, and I could, you know, there again, I can totally see why Joe Rogan moved to Texas and he's trying to get all his buddies to Texas, you know. I want to talk about news. I'll talk about one thing I've seen in the news. I'll talk about one thing. And was, yeah, I'm not even going to name the headline. I'm not even going to bother looking it up. It's for, well, okay. I think it's just from LA Times. And it just, it just looks, it's just the headline and the picture and everything and flames. And it's just like, man, this is like, it's like in a movie. You know? The only thing that could happen now. That could make the situation on the West Coast any more insane is if that if they had the biggest earthquake they ever did. And some of it cracked in enough in there somehow to where basically Maynard James Keenan, the tool song, uh, you know, like Arizona Bay became reality. If that you know, that 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 would definitely be a Top top of the 2020, you know, that would be another marker off the 2020 bingo card. That, along with aliens. I seen again, uh, was watching an episode. I'm actually, I think I still have like an hour, hour and a half of it left, but it's uh, Lex Friedman. He's, he's a pretty cool guy. He's been on Joe Rogan a few times and he runs his own podcast. And he's, uh, he's a, like a, the easiest way to put it, he's an AI researcher. So he thinks very analytically. But he's still, uh, you know, like he's a big geek, like sci-fi fan growing up, probably. I'm fairly certain he's talked about it. But anyway, he had uh, that that David or oh, man, what's his name, Lieutenant? That Fravor, that Fravor guy who was involved with the Tic Tac UFO video, the Tic Tac. 
And I believe that that happened, or at least it leaked online sometime in like 2008 or 2009, but just uh, either three years ago or three months ago, and <laughs> it's a big difference, but the, the Pentagon actually come out and confirmed that that video was real. It had leaked a long time ago, but it didn't really catch, I don't think, mainstream attention until a few years ago. And then again, more recently, this year, when everybody seems to be talking about aliens again. And so, seeing him on uh, Friedman, and I've been watching it, the Fravor thing, and he's explaining it in a lot. One thing I do like about uh, Lex Friedman, the way he, uh, or there's many things, I shouldn't say that one thing I like about it, but, but one of the many things I like about the way Lex Friedman does his interviews is, I got to hear a lot more story in a lot different way with a lot different perception from the Fravor dude than I ever did whenever I think Fravor was on Rogan once. I could be wrong. I could be full of shit. But I just, I feel, I feel like I've seen Fravor before on a podcast and what I was hearing now is like all new information because he was asking all the, there's different questions being asked in different ways and it was really cool. But Man, the alien shit. I'm I'm still kind of like holding out hopes for them to show us a craft this year. Maybe it'll be next year, but I'm hoping they're going to show us a craft this year. I mean, I straight up, I want to meet the alien. If they like came down and announced themselves and was like, now look, we need like a, we can take a hundred of you on the mothership and we can go back to wherever the fuck they're from and give us a tour of their planet, you know, like some kind of like, like bigger, more expanded version of the idea of like a foreign exchange student. I would love, dude, sign me the fuck up. I want to check that shit out. That would be awesome. That would be really awesome. But ultimately, I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna learn any of them. And then even if they do, then you know the little dumb part of me is gonna be like, is this Project Blue Beam? But nah, just kidding. I'm not gonna get into Project Blue Beam. Although I do think I have mentioned Project Blue Beam in one of my uh, like zero point, one of my ot gauged episodes pre-official first so i'm gonna assume that if they come out and show us aliens like not just their craft like they're like you know a big old formal one comes out in front of the un in front of a microphone and starts talking to us i'm going to assume those are real but I'm not going to think for a second that the government hasn't probably been in communication with them for decades planning this. And they're just like getting to the point where it's like, look, we got to figure something out to move this along. Because what I think it is, is I think we've already figured out are getting super close to some new scientific breakthroughs involving, I guess, you know, space travel. And... I I I'm, I'm I'm I feel like the governments are needing to justify some hellacious spending. And man, I should watch my son get kicked off the radio. This off the radio. 
Man, I... Dude, you lost them! No, I... This is all just kind of like... You know, I should just say... I'll go on record right now. This whole episode is a thought experiment and fictional. The whole episode. It's all... Matter of fact, every every episode you ever hear, you sh- it's it's for pretend. Let's say it's like all scripted, acted, planned out. It's a, so it's like it's like you it's like U.S. reality TV, right? It's like where it's supposed to look real, but it's totally fake. That just look at it like that. Just look at it like that. So that that, that way I can say the most outlandish shit, I guess, and not. And not get shadow banned or something. Like, come on, Spotify. What's going on? Come on, Anchor. I'm putting out content enough. I'm putting out at least once every seven days. Except, well, except for just, I got the poison ivy, okay? So. But, no, the only reason why I'm not even activating the whole... The money thing. Like, right away, like... Within a month or two of starting this podcast, I got an offer from Anchor to enable monetization. Like they already had a couple customers lined up to where I could, you know, do like, let's say right now in the episode, I'd be like, huh, I'd like to take this second to uh, promote me undies. Me, you know, like I'm assuming if you've heard, if you're listening to this podcast and this is the first podcast you're ever listening to in your life. Bro, the bar is super low and don't give up yet. You should give some other ones a chance. Uh, check out some Joe Rogan. If this is the first podcast you're ever listening to in your life, go look up the Joe Rogan experience, but then, like, put, you know, find out, you know, find a guest that is somebody you want to hear, and then you'll have a good idea of what an excellent podcast can be. So. I just lost my train of thought. Bummer. And this is a good example of why I'm getting a little... I'm getting bored as shit of creating these on my own, to be honest. But I I did supposedly have an opportunity to record with a friend over the weekend. Only I did. I probably did uh, have a little bit more chance than I did for not making an attempt considering... I had poison ivy and was just three days. Just didn't feel like doing shit. So I sat around lazy and watched a bunch of crap, but some good stuff too. I'm also, I'm rewatching, well, rewatching an anime that I had seen like back in 2014 when I was living in Tennessee, Eden of the East. Those really when I was living in Tennessee is when I really 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 got got into watching anime. So actually, I was drying out from a nasty heroin addiction, and so I moved to Tennessee, to where I had a my best friend was living at the time, and you know I was Tennessee. I was like far away from home. I was living close to Nashville, a place called Gallat Gallatin, Tennessee, and you know so I didn't know anybody. So I couldn't find any pain pills or heroin. So, you know, so I dried out. And it was like the first 30 days in Tennessee fucking sucked. It really sucked. But it was worth it. And 
during that first 30 days, I started watching a lot of anime because I was like, man, I can watch this shit and binge. What it was was it started with it was anime I used to watch when I was younger, and they were putting that shit on Adult Swim on Cartoon Network late night. You know, like the, you know, they had like Cowboy Bebop and those Gundam shows or Gundam, sorry, Gundam shows and, you know, like Inuyasha and, uh, man, I could belt off a bunch, but just Adult Swim and also, you know, I like Adult Swim for everything, the Eric Andre show, uh, you know, Space Ghost Coast to Coast, which that's on HBO Max, by the way. And I don't know why, I, like that, like I'm really plugging HBO Max. I don't get it for free. Um. Anyway, I'm in Tennessee, giant out. So I start with watching, you know, anime that I had seen before, like it's like Cowboy Bebop and stuff like that. But that's when I really got into like watching new stuff, that, like I had never seen before. It's like where I stumbled upon one of my favorite to this day is Kill La Kill. I think it came out in like 2013. I know for sure it was out by 2013 in Japan. Came stateside by 2014. And I think it was actually on Adult Swim. But I, I didn't see it. I just, I seen it was on Netflix too. It was actually a sub too, so I had to watch sub. But I mean, that's the thing is I don't, I don't mind. Uh, I like subs and dubs. But a weird thing is, is whenever I watch a new anime, that I like, if I, I tend to, when I go back to watch it, I'll watch, if I tend to see something and it's a, in, in a sub first, then that's how I usually like to rewatch it the best in a sense, you know, uh, but if the first time I seen it was in a dub, then I tend to like to want to stick with it with a dub, but I'll always, no matter what, if I watch an anime that I like, and I and I enough that years later I go back to rewatch it and I have the ability to I'll watch it in the language format that I hadn't seen. So if I had seen it in a sub, I'll, next time I'll watch it dub and vice versa. But yeah, so I tried to get into some of that over the weekend since I, I did watch a lot of stuff. But to be honest, it was a lot of YouTube stuff. Just a lot of YouTube rabbit hole stuff. And I tell you what, I guess the best thing, you know, I got the I got the notes app for the iPad. And I don't have a magic pencil. And I'm I'm guessing if I would go out and get the or the Apple pencil, sorry. I guess if I would go out and get the Apple pencil, I would I don't think I would use it to take to write notes down as much as I would as a physical notebook. So that's why I have a physical notebook. That is that is going to be my key to success moving forward with this podcast. Because I, I just need to have access to it at all times to where as soon as an idea strikes me, I can just scribble it all down. So I also realize that I need to get a small notepad too to carry with me for when I'm away from the studio which is going to be quite often here coming up soon because firewood season is about to start and I'm going to have to deliver firewood. So I think that's about all I got for you guys for now. Where are we at? 39 minutes. That's good because 
that's really good. If I can do a, a you know, 40 to an hour monologue, that's an episode. And that's what I like about not doing the whole reading through the news thing. I don't have to just sit here on the iPad and play around. Just hit record and just record it and then be done. So that's it. That's episode 10 or 11 or 12, whichever one it was. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Hit me up on the Twitter. Um, you know what it is. The Twitter. That I, I, I got to get an email. I'm going to get an email soon. Um, and a Gillian Seed email address. So stay tuned. And I would like to promise, I can't, but I'd like to promise that it's not going to be another nine days before I drop another episode. Because like it really particularly started driving me crazy the last, the last few. So peace out, guys.